so, so, so scandalous. Anticipating something. Talking about the dance in your pants. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity and relationships on Sin Nation. So, so, so Welcome to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. Just before we start, Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the land our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from. Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the House of Sin and Studios stand, the Wondery people of the Kulin Nations. Hello everyone, uh, you're joined by Eartha and Vic today. Vic, so, so Vic has a really sore throat. I am a bit ill, but I love you guys too much to not come in today. Hey, that croaky voice is good. Don't worry about it. You know oh, and it. Kasha. It's my <laughs> sexy phlegm, you know. Have you seen that episode of Friends where Phoebe's really sick and she like just loves the husky voice? That's me today. <laughs> um, so I'm Eartha, I'm 17. Uh, my relationship status is taken currently. <laughs> and I'm Vic, I'm 21, and my relationship status is just like, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> it's a bit all over the place. Um, well, mine's very clear. I'm very single. I'm Kasha and I'm 21. Oh. Um, coming up today, we're talking about relationships, dating and pop culture. If you guys want to get involved, please tweet us at Naughty Rude, DM us on Facebook, search for The Naughty Rude Show, send us an anonymous question as well. We love hearing your naughty questions, The Naughty Rude Show at dottumblr.com forward slash ask. Can exes be friends? Ooh. Vic, you start. Um, I'll throw you under the bus. Um, ideally... It'd be really nice if exes can be friends. And I would love, like, if that was the case. But my friend told me this, like, saying that's just always stuck with me now about that. And she said, exes can only be friends if they've never properly loved each other or because, or only if they still love each other. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. And, I, like, ever since then, I'm like, is that true? Is it not? But, like, it's thought-provoking. Yeah. I think the saddest, like, obviously I'm not very... Um, experienced in the relationship field but I feel like always the saddest thing about breaking up was like losing that friend 100% so for me yeah that's what happened in my first breakup and like it was like literally losing your best friend which yeah. is sad but also it's like it's really hard to be friends as well in yeah. a way like I said because you're probably always still going to care about them or you might not want anything to do with them yeah I know it's I don't know. It's just I remember like my first big breakup and it just went really wrong. It went really lopsided because I remember saying to him, I was like, oh, like I was trying to say like, oh, I want to be like, I want to further this relationship. And he took it the wrong way. And he's like, oh, okay, so you want to break up? And I was too like embarrassed to say to him. I was like, yep. That's what I want to oh, do. <laughs> oh, so, poor and I just was really sad because he was a really good friend of mine and I just wanted to be his friend. And then it went through the awkward stage where you're, like, trying to be the friendship. But you're like, am I imposing too much? Like, Yeah, I felt really Am I weird. looking needy? You yeah. know? Uh, no, I feel that. I do. Yeah, and he would, like, the messages were really awkward. I was always like, oh, what are you doing? And he'd be like, I'm busy right now. I'd be like, okay, oh, I guess we're not friends anymore. That hurts. Yeah, but it's okay. It's all right. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a very difficult one, and I feel like it's always going to be one of those ones that's always debated. Because some people I know are really good friends of their exes. They like hang out in the same friendship group. I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but good on you. Yeah, it's so much harder with the friendship group thing, especially people pick sides and everything like that. Yeah, like it, oh my it God, can really like um, split up a friendship group. Yeah, and it's like if like I know that a couple of friends of mine were all dating in the same friendship group and then one couple broke up and they were, like, the couple that had been together the longest. And when they broke up, like, the other couples broke up, like, a couple months later as well because it was just so, like, Awkward, weird. the dynamic's not the same. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, you have to pick this side or that side and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do because they're both great friends. Yeah, it's hard. And then you lose up, like, end up losing, like, a lot of good friends and it's sad. It is sad, but... 
I guess, I don't know, it's it's just a hard one to, like, really know the definitive answer to it. Yeah, I, I would say yes. I feel like if I broke with my partner, I would really, really still want to be his friend. Yeah, I agree. I'd always want to be friends with the person. But like, sometimes it's just not possible. Yeah. If, like, there's hard feelings there, someone's done something to hurt the other, there's not a lot that, like, if you accept, like, someone maybe not being that nice to you but you still let them be your friend you're kind of, like, allowing them to treat you poorly. Like, keep hurting you. Yeah, but yeah. you're, like, accepting it because you want the friendship to work. Yeah, the halo effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, this got real deep. We're going to go to a Tumblr question. Should I be worried that I get really bad anxiety where whenever I go to hookups and when I do, I can never come? Is it version nerves or am I just pathetic? Please help, XXO, thanks. <laughs> this makes me I think um first of all you're not pathetic um yeah. just want to put that out there I makes me sad when um people sort of put themselves down but this is definitely not something to be um feeling pathetic over totally I'm normal to be a bit nervous and it kind of sounds like um maybe you have anxiety in other parts of your life as well what do you think, Eartha? Start us off. Hmm. What do I think? Well, yes, I agree. You're not pathetic. I don't, you know, I think it's along with the nerves, like if you've never done something with another person before, like they have a, they may or may not have a different body to you. Like, you know, they might have different genitals. Like you don't really know what to do. Plus it's a person standing there in front of you and like it, I think it all just becomes too much and there's so much pressure and especially I know when you're a bit younger and this is how I felt sometimes when you would go to parties and then there would people be like yeah kiss 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 and they'd be like filming it and you would like it just heightens anxiety so I would suggest that you're in a private place where you're comfortable you know don't feel any pressure to do it at a party or kiss someone if you don't necessarily want to kiss just take it slow relax and, yeah and maybe um I it says whenever you go to hookups um maybe you've even got that sort of like oh you know I'm going here to this place to meet this person with this one intention of hooking yeah. up and like I need to come and maybe, <laughs> look I must come and maybe that's kind of in your mind like you've mentioned that you're not um, able to come and I think when that's on your mind it's just not going to happen yeah like it makes um, it so much harder. so maybe even I mean I don't know who, who the person that you're meeting up with is but if they're happy to kind of just hang out with no you know expectation of like banging um, <laughs> and see you know are you comfortable with them when there's when that sort of intention isn't there like sometimes you know anxiety is sometimes you know like a um, fight or flight thing of your body so maybe um, you're not comfortable with the person that you're meeting like or you're not comfortable with what you're doing have you thought about you know why you're going there is this like um, I don't know I feel like some some of the time um, your body kind of knows best but also it's totally normal to get nervous about it um, do we have any tips for how to relax uh, well I mean, going off what you said about the friendship, I think just definitely being friends with that person before I know a lot of the time. Well, I'm, I feel like I'm the youngest person here and have the like the experience with kind of the, I guess, the vibe, the sort of expectations that happens when you're in like year 10, year 11, year 12 um, to be something or do something. And I think just... Being friends with that person first, um, being comfortable being a safe place and just telling them, like, be like, look, I'm really, really nervous about this. I've never done this before. And then maybe they can help you and be like, hey, I've never done it before either. Let's be nervous together. Mm. Yeah. Just exactly. Everyone has little ticks and tips and tricks. Sorry. <laughs> I have some... I carry some, not to hookups, but just in <laughs> everyday life in my backpack, um, some peppermint oil, and it's supposed to relax you. <laughs> yeah. And so you sniff it. And, you know, and honestly, it smells really nice and it, it kind of relaxes me. So maybe you can find, like, a scent. 
um, that works for you. Like one of those, um, this is just really strange advice. No doctor would say this. Um, <laughs> and I think breathing, making sure that you're breathing, you might not even be conscious that you're like holding in breath sort of thing. Maybe if you're a person that likes to dance, um, dance. This is all just advice that would work for me. I don't know if it would work for other people, um, but having a boogie um, <laughs> and that way you're kind of like shaking at your body and getting rid of the tension that way. Maybe um, yeah. ask the person that you're hooking up with to give you a massage. I don't know. That could work. <laughs> I've had that happen to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think. And did it relax you or did it make you? Relax me a lot more. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. See? This is just a. I just enjoy massages, <laughs> so I, I hope know. I hope it works for you. And <laughs> yeah, and don't worry. Yeah, I think when you have the goal of like, oh no, I I have to come, and if I yeah, didn't, like, definitely it, don't worry about that yeah. at all. You think it happens for a lot more women than it actually, or men than it actually happens for. Like, mm. not every time does a guy come, like you see in like. Movies, which we'll be talking about later. Mm, we're talking um, about sex advice from popular culture and TV shows and whether yeah. we should actually be listening to it. Yeah, like, it's not every time... A guy doesn't come every time when you're actually having sex and a girl doesn't come every time when you're having sex either, so I don't think it's anything to stress about. And I think if you've done all these things and you're in a safe place and you have a good friendship and, like, a, like a relationship that's not yet sexual with this person and everything's going well, this might be a really bad trip, but tip, but if you're really comfortable and you're really good and you think what's just holding you back, it's just like I do this thing where I just go three, two, one in my head and I just do it and that like applies to everything in life, I feel. Like if you're just, if you know what's holding you back is just you and like just you're like, like if you, if you were jumping off, uh, like if you were going skydiving for example, I'd love that if, <laughs> if I could just walk around and be like three, two, one, and then just like come on the spot. Be- <laughs> no, it doesn't apply to that, but just everything else. I think yeah, I whatever you're that. nervous about, like maybe you're nervous about doing a speech in front of people, just to go three, two, one, and just do it, and then it's and then you just do it. Like when you say the first word or when you make the first move, like you've done it. It's done now. Mm. You know, you just have to do it. Vic, what are we going to talk about? Well, well, <laughs> today I was just kind of like Googling some stuff and I just typed in like relationship and teen vogue and try to see like <laughs> what they'd show me. And then I somehow like, I don't even know, I think it's still teen vogue. I like came across an article about why people stay in unsatisfying relationships. And I was like, ooh, why don't we make this a bit interesting? Do you guys want to have a guess Why? Yes, I do want to guess. Uh, we're joined by Maddie, and hey. I just wanted to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm going to be guessing too. I'm excited. I feel like I, I feel like I can tap into some, tap into your Teen Vogue, <laughs> into my Teen Vogue relationship advice. So let's see how we go. All right, hit us, Vic. Oh, do you want to guess, and I'll tell you if you're right. Oh, oh so we're okay. just going to guess right. anything, okay? Oh. Um, why okay. would like why would someone stay in a bad relationship? Uh, <gasps> comfort. The sex is bad. A good. <laughs> I, I was like, that, if, it's, if, it's, if bad. it's bad, like, surely that's a reason to go. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, um, I would say, like, just because it's comfortable, like, if you've been in a relationship for a long time. I know I've had friends who have stayed in relationships for probably longer than they wanted to or felt they should have just because they were like, well, this is easy and, like, normal. You're so used to it, it's just, like, too hard to yeah, it's break too away hard from. To, to move on or to like think of I don't know what you would do without that other person there all the time I guess is that one yeah close yeah maybe they said so those were like that was one of the really big ones and then do you have any other guesses come on I don't know I don't know like just ah, comfort as well but like (laughs) I don't know is one just because the sex is good well, I don't know. <laughs> According to this article, research published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that the more dependent someone thought their partner was on the relationship, the less likely they were going to break up. True. So, like, they were just really scared. Like, of the other two things they did um, identify were staying in it because they're afraid to be alone or because they don't know how to initiate a breakup. 
But they also said again, like one that's not as, I guess, as commonly thought of is they're afraid their partner will be upset. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think, like, everything that's, like, being, what was the one you said about being, like, held back or something? They found the more dependent someone thought their partner was on the relationship, the less likely they were to break up with them. Yeah, I feel like my partner relies on me a lot. Like, we have, we live together, which I think is a bit weird. At 17, all, all my friends are like, what? You live together? What's wrong with your dad? <laughs> um, we live together. We pretty much do everything together. We spend all our time together. We've just we've just hit 10 months, as we say to other people. Like, for most people, 10 months, you might have only spent, like, an equivalent of, like, maybe, like, if you added all the time up that you've spent together, it might only be, like, a month or, like, two weeks or something. We have literally spent every day together for 10 months like the longest we've ever been to bar was like a week so have you how long have you lived together um i would say nine months (laughs) wow interesting that's like early on to be living in such close proximity like basically what happened was he was in a position where he didn't have a place to live and it was too difficult for him to live with his family because they live far away so i was like you can come stay with me for a little while and a little while has turned into nine months. Um, <laughs> cool. So that's well, that's very generous at. of yeah. you. Well, I just feel like he's dependent on me for a place to live. Um, he's dependent on me. Like, m- like he struggles a lot with anxiety, and I feel like I'm kind of like his... Like, emotional support system. Yeah, like his emotional really... support dog. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a dog. <laughs> no. You're a great person. Woof, woof. <laughs> no, sure about that. But that's totally fair. Like I can definitely see how, um, in a situation like that, it would be hard. Yeah. Um, and I imagine that happens in lots of other relationships yeah. as well. Like yeah. intense emotional or yeah. even financial dependence on someone. Like that can be really difficult as well. Yeah, and I think like we've just like when we were early in the relationship, we planned quite a bit together, and now, like you know, to break up that would be like. You know, we've got, like, plans and now, like, all those plans have to be cancelled and we're the kind of couple that books things a couple of months in advance. That happened to my friend. Him and his girlfriend booked a trip to Thailand and then they broke up. So he's, like, (laughs) trying to sell this trip to Thailand to every couple he knew. Oh, my God. I don't know if he had that much success, honestly, because he messaged some of our friends and then some of the friends were like, yeah, me and my girlfriend broke up too. So it was a bit of, like, a... Just yeah. get An someone on this stitch. trip to Thailand. You don't even understand. I'm in a Facebook group and the amount of time I've seen, like, just booked a cruise with my boyfriend but we broke up so I'm trying to sell it or, like, any other trip. You see it all the time. People are always like, please take this off me or, like, necklaces, rings, like, all that stuff. It's good, though, at least with the <laughs> trips and stuff, they actually, like, kind of end it when it's not right rather than, like, sticking yeah, it for a trip. Yeah, then waiting it out. Because then you're going to make all these memories... And then it's going to end. I know someone who, like, broke up with a girl in the middle of their trip together. I was like, I just don't know how you'd do that. Yeah. Apparently oh there's a bit more to it, but, like, <laughs> you know, it, it was the right thing because, like, you're not going to force yourself to spend time with someone when it's clearly not working. Yeah. What did they do for the rest of the trip? I think they were planning to, like, um, split up anyway. Like, not, like, as in break up, but she was going to do a different like part of the trip and he was going to go somewhere else so like it happened before they like parted ways i guess there's like two meanings to that now imagine being like oh we're just gonna part ways for a week and we'll be back together and it's like no we're parting ways i know it's just it's tricky with that stuff like yeah like at least people get out of it before they like waste their time and money we're gonna talk about does taking a break in a relationship work Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's like Vic's response to everything. It's just like I feel like it's Ooh. like talking about can friends be exes? It's like there's so many different answers. Yeah. I feel this question like question is not at all personal to my relationship. <laughs> I feel like taking a break can sometimes really help people, but sometimes it can also like be a bit like if you need to take a break, maybe you shouldn't be together kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's two sides to it and 
I've seen it work for people and I've seen it really not work. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, well, our lovely producer, Kasha, was talking about earlier, uh, she was talking about how she has, like, people and they say, like, oh, we've been together for three years but they took a break for one year but they still count that one year that they took a break as being in a relationship. I feel like what do that, you think about that? I feel like that doesn't count. Yeah, I was like, what? I feel Can like that, that doesn't count because you technically weren't together. Like, you can't say, we were together for three years, but one of the three years we weren't together. <laughs> like, if you logically, like, explain that, it won't make sense. Yeah. I think on terms of taking a break, I think, I, <laughs> I think that it has to be defined when you're about to take a break. Like you have to have an open conversation with your partner and you have to be like, look, I want to take a break and then both decide what your definition of a break is and then say your definition is like, oh, I want to take a break and I want to have relationships with other people or sex with other people. And they're like, no, I want to take a break and like I don't want you to have sex with anyone. Like maybe then yeah, they that's definitely a need break to, up. They definitely need to clarify that because I feel like that's where all the breaks go wrong yeah for sure one person thinks one thing's allowed and one the other person might not and like prime example I'm going to use um some pop culture here friends when (laughs) Ross um spoiler sorry sorry to everyone spoiler but um Ross and Rachel take a break and he sleeps with someone that night and then she's like the next morning when you get back together and then she finds out he's slept with another woman. But she didn't think, you know, that's yeah. appropriate. Whereas he thought they were broken up. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of different breaks you can take. Like, in my mind, I feel like kind of a break is... Well, for me personally, I spend a lot of time with my boyfriend. A break would from for us would be like maybe he goes and stays at his parents' house for a week. And, like, that's that's a break for us. And I know some friends of mine have a break where she, like, every Thursday night she goes to yoga or something and then stays at her parents' house that night and then, because they live together as well, and then they're back together the next day. But it's just, like, a little, like, ah, like, we're away from each other, like a refresher. A little breather. A little breather. (laughs) I guess it really depends on the couple, how they clarify or define their break. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's It could be really hit or miss. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast where they asked a similar question like this and interviewed people and, like, 90% of people got back together. Like, or 99, like everyone they interviewed. Maybe they just interviewed, a like, a like a weird group of people that, like... Well, like, not a weird group, but, like, a group of people who all ended up getting back together. But they all ended up getting back together and they had breaks for, like, a year got back together and now they're like, oh, we're happily married, we have a baby. Like, Sometimes I guess some people just need that time apart to realise what they have. Yeah. Or like they realise what they had. They're not like they don't have that with someone else maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's a tricky one. Yeah, I think for me personally, I think especially being in year 12, you know, everyone, after they finish year 12, they kind of, like, they have that time between, like, year 12 and uni and they go off and travel, solo travel Europe or whatever. Or, like, they have that time when they start uni and they've got O-week, freshers, whatever, and, like, they meet a whole lot of new people. Like, for me personally, I think being single for that would be quite, like, just to have the same experience as everyone else. Yeah. I don't want to look back on my life and be like, gee, I wish I kissed that boy in a week of 2020, yeah, I guess <laughs> when I'm 90 on my deathbed, being like, oh, <laughs> with breaks as well as like, there's like circumstances like that though, like people go away and stuff like that, where you can't really, you you don't want to break up, but the break's the only way to save the relationship, perhaps in a way. Yeah, like if someone's going away for six months on for work or uni or travel. Yeah, I feel like it would almost be unfair. Not yeah, to, like that's just how I feel because it's so hard being long distance. So like a break would probably be a way to be like, I still want to be with you, but uh, like circumstances have changed, so we need to respond to that kind of thing. 
Yeah, and like giving them that opportunity to like not just experience relationships with other people, but just to like make friends, I guess. Or just even to have that time by yourself. Yeah. You know? Of course. Like it's as long as you're like, yeah, in a relationship, it's great and everything. But you have to also remember to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Self-care, self-love. Self-care, self-love. If you want to hear more about that, listen to last week's show. We definitely got into that a bit. Yeah, we were all over that. Let's talk. Let's oh, talk. Let's I mean, talk. look, we, we talk when the songs are on and it feels like an extension of our conversation. Welcome to the Naughty Rude show on Sination. And we're just chatting about how to get comfortable being naked and yeah. putting the disclaimer, you know, in front of someone, but also just in the mirror. Yeah, in the mirror. Um, and why is it weird to sort of be naked with other people? Like, why do people kind of get shy? People can have sex, you know, obviously, mostly naked, do that thing, smush up against each other naked. And then the second the deed is done, the covers go on, the towels are on. What's going on? What towels? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Where are you Um, having sex? (laughs) At the public pool, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why is it awkward? I don't know. I think it's just, I don't think a lot of people take time to actually look in the mirror and be like, that's my naked body. Mm. (laughs) I know, I think one of the first ever times, this is so embarrassing, the first ever time I like properly looked at myself, like, like not like a developed version of myself. I think this must, if that makes sense, like. When you were younger? No, when I was older. Does that make sense? Like I had like boobs. How can you look at yourself in the future? Oh, when you were younger. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm like, like where is this mirror and where can I get it? <laughs> no, like I was like I like obviously like when you look at yourself in the mirror when you're younger, there's no like connotations about mm. it. But when you're a bit older, you're like, that's boobs, mm. that's a vagina, and like I don't know. Anyway, so the first time I ever looked in the mirror was after like, a Brazilian wax, and I remember looking in the mirror and be like, oh my god, oh just to. Clarify, Brazilian is when you wax all the hair from your vagina and anus area. Um, it's all off. <laughs> yeah, it's all gone. Um, they make you on the table. They make you put your legs up in, like, like hug your legs. And they, like, get up all in there. Anyway, I just remember looking at myself and being like, oh, my, ugh, who is that? <laughs> like, just being really, like, disgusted almost. But then I've, like, kind of, like, gotten to like and now I just like walk around my house naked I'm like look at you go girl you're looking good like I don't know I think you just get to know yourself and if you are able to become self-confident I think that's the first step to being naked in front of another person no I think that's the trick to it is become look at yourself naked more it feels kind of weird I remember after a shower I just put the towel on and kind of walk away from the bathroom now I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll brush my hair, yeah. like towel off in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, you know, just walk around. And when um, my housemates were away, I was just walking around. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Or if you're, um, if there's no windows facing onto the street, then just, just get naked in your room. But <laughs> if you do have facing windows, think about it first and then still potentially go for it, but just think about it first. Yeah, I think I sometimes forget that my windows face the street. <laughs> And I'll be like, oh, my neighbour's up. Oh, that's why. You've noticed the same car going back uh, yeah, and forth you're like, recently. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely just being comfortable with yourself. And I think being with someone who you're comfortable with as well and someone who's, like, kind to your body. Like, mm. I know whenever I see my partner naked, I'm always like, look at you, you're so hot, you're so sexy. Oh, that helps so And much. I'm like, I just hype him up so much and he still can't take it. He'll be like, no, I'm not. I'm the ugliest boy in the whole wide world. And I'll just be like, like, you're the sexiest boy in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're so sexy, you can't you, even if like. If someone's giving really negative hyperbole, you've got to give that positive 
Yeah. Like that really exaggerated you are sexy. <laughs> no, or even saying that to yourself in the mirror. I mean, I don't say it, but I think a lot of people when they see themselves, they'll internally think of a negative thought like, "Oh my god, look at this, you know, particular point of my body." Oh, yeah. Instead of thinking that negative thing, even if you at the first time you say it, you feel like you're lying, saying, "Damn, that elbow looks scrumptious today (laughs) just just say that and then eventually you start believing it yeah and I think another important thing and this is something I've been doing for like maybe the last year and a half was I remember when I used to walk around on the streets I would always gosh yeah naked when I was walking the streets naked (laughs) no I would like compare myself to other people on the streets or like on Instagram and stuff I'd be like okay that girl's so much skinnier than me And then it would get to this point, and this sounds really horrible, and I'm so glad I don't do this anymore, but I would find people and then, like, I guess be like, okay, well, whatever, I'm better looking than that person, as horrible and as cruel as that is. And then I kind of took a step back, and I was like, what the hell am I doing? That is horrible. I can't believe I'm this kind of person. And I would just start, like, when I was walking down the streets, I was like, I need to change my thought process. I need to stop putting down other women and I just would be like walking the streets and I would just be like I really like her earrings or like what she's wearing really suits her eyeballs or I don't know like just random stuff and now just when I walk past people on the street I'm like I just in my head immediately I think I'm like oh my god that girl is so cool look how she dresses and it's not always like what she looks like on guys as well it's not always like what they look like or their facial features it's like maybe it's their hair looks really cool or their clothing or like their shoes are dope I don't know like <laughs> yeah, you just gotta flip the kind of negative thoughts yeah and then and you're putting some that. good vibes out into the world yeah and now I'm like you're complimenting like people, on the people in your head yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but like a your nice cat not is not yeah and now like hopefully. I remember I was in the surf surf change rooms and this was we were like waiting for the shower and this lady in the line had like a really nice laugh and I was like you have such a nice laugh and she was like <laughs> okay and we were like both like in our bikinis and it was just really awkward but I gave her I've, I was like I had to talk myself up to say it to her but I think it's important that you compliment other people mm. that you don't know therefore you can love yourself mm. and I think actually because you mentioned the change rooms at my local gym. I think it might be something that comes with age. And it kind of makes me like, because oh, like, <laughs> I, I always get changed about. in the kind of toilet block or whatever. But people will just strip down fully naked and like, you know, just, I'm, and it's good. Like, it's it's normal to do that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that when I'm like 40, 50, 60, I'm just like, don't care who Look sees at my titties. Kind of thing. I yeah. really respect that. <laughs> you I just, just want to get to that. I think people get to the point where they're like, I just really don't have the time to yeah. care. Yeah, what I'm I getting changed like. in this crammed little block. They've got the whole room. <laughs> I know. It's efficient. I know yeah. one of my sister's family friends. We went to an um a Japanese spa. I think it's called an onsen. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, are they the ones that you have to get naked? Yeah. See, I really want to go, but I'm they're just really like, nah. good. You don't get naked. Yeah, I'll go with you, Kasha. We can go together. Yay. Um, <laughs> anyway, she's really comfortable with her own body. She, like, stripped off her dressing gown. She's like, girls, I got a boob job. And everyone's like, wow, and, like, touching her boobs. And she's like, yeah, feel them. And I was like, oh. You debut your boob job at Thons and Spa. Yeah, like, makes sense. I love it. cool. Yeah. And her boobs look great, so. That's cool. Good for her, you know. Nick. Respect. That's what we're doing after this show. Potentially going to the onsen. Um, I've got a few things to debut now. <laughs> um, but if any of the things have that we've just spoken about have affected you, the weight sort of discussion, you can always call the Butterfly Foundation on one eight hundred three three four six seven three, or they have a great website, uh, thebutterflyfoundation.org.au, with some resources and things to help you out there. Welcome to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. You're joined by Maddie, Kasha, and a little bit of Vic. She's really not doing well, but it's okay. She's gonna she's gonna come in when she feels like it. We're gonna talk a bit about sex, Ed from pop culture, stuff you learn from like seeing stuff on the TV and in the movies and uh Maybe about a certain TV show that we've all been watching here at Naughty Road, of course. 
Yes, so we've all been watching Sex Education recently, which is how we started talking about this. So I guess, like, about how sex is portrayed, like, the first time. I actually think that sex education is pretty good at showing a diverse, like, representation of what sex can be like. Yeah. Especially for young people. I feel like some of the stuff they covered in it, I was like, have we had a naughty, rude question on that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hang on, I never answered this question before. We're going to stop getting questions because (laughs) everyone's going to be just... Watching sex education. Yeah, finding their answers on sex education. But I think it's kind of refreshing. Um, I mean, they're still in high school and they're, you know, 16. I kind of watched, I was like, "Mm, yeah, they're getting more action. (laughs) Look, I'm 21 now. They're still probably getting more action. So I don't relate to that aspect of it. Um, But I think it's very frank and open. Um, And... Look, if we had a, if anyone has a sex therapist as a parent, I'm sure they would, you know, be the most popular kid at school eventually. And I'm only up to episode two, <laughs> <laughs> but Maddie has seen the whole season. Yeah, so I have. I um, think there's good representation of like different sexualities as mm, well. Like yeah. you have, and different. Uh, this would be, oh, I don't want to spoil it. I was yeah, going to talk about... Spoilers. Yeah, okay, that's we true. may accidentally spoil something, so we're going to do a blanket spoilers right now, what? I think. But I haven't seen it. Okay, well, <laughs> so Sorry, Kasha. But uh, you've only watched one and a half episodes, yeah. so... <laughs> it only started today. <laughs> okay, well, we'll... I only started today, to. too, and I've got four episodes okay. up my sleeve. I only watched... I watched it all in two days, so... Good job. You guys. By next week, up. I'll be ready for... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by next week. Yeah, but have you, do you guys think of any other like TV shows or movies that you watched growing up that just had the most unrealistic depictions of what sex is like, especially for teenagers, or like your first time? I guess. I'm trying to think. Oh, because Victoria just, just Vic has just whispered from the um, the depths of her illness uh, that oh. Riverdale, and that is for sure true. <laughs> oh, Riverdale is. Their plotline is all over yeah, the place. Well, I don't know what the hell is going on. The plotline is unrealistic. <laughs> yes. But also, but also, yeah, also like, how hot the teenagers in high school are. Okay. <laughs> Didn't have people like that when I was in high school. There are so many slow-mos. Like, everyone walks in slow-mo. Like, why? When but something I, bad happens, they're like, it's time for sex. This is the only yeah. way I can cope with this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind like of healthy too. Yeah. Like it's always like, oh, this really terrible thing has happened. Okay, well we better burn to like <laughs> feel better about our lives. I don't know. And the world is just dist- being destroyed around them. But then they've got you know the camera going like in a circle. This romantic music. Oh my god! Like, At least gosh. we're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I have thought of a TV show. Um, if anyone's seen My Mad Fat Diary. Yes. Oh, such a bit of a niche one. The scene, you know the scene. uh, The scene. I I haven't seen it for a while. But um, (laughs) I thought that that was that came out. It's a British TV show, and they're usually a bit more frank than probably American. Um, That came out maybe like 2012. So I I watched it when I was like not having sex, Um, (laughs) (laughs) basically. And I thought it was kind of a bit more honest. Are you saying it's... Un- some there was just one scene, and I don't... I've seen, like, maybe the first season. I don't think this was in the first season. I actually saw it on Facebook. Um, I saw a scene where... Uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. But basically, the main character is getting fingered by her boyfriend slash crush. And she's really, really worried. She's like, oh, my God, what if it's not good? And basically, as soon as she starts, she's like, this is amazing. And then there's, like, a, a galaxy, <laughs> a galaxy, and her head's in the galaxy, and it's, like, spinning around. And then she has, like, orgasm in, like, two seconds. And I'm like, I remember... Creative life. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that guy was super attractive. Like, I think he... Wait, if we it's think the, the same person? Finn? Yeah, Finn. Oh, he's Oh, okay. I guess we just have a different type. That's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, look, maybe maybe some, yeah, the I just producers re- took some creative license. I just remember watching that and being like, ah, like, that's what it will be like the first time and it's going to be so great. And then my first time was just like, oh, it was a flop. <laughs> so much pressure to live up to, though, like seeing all of those mm. scenes where it's just like amazing, they click. And then like also thinking that, you have to be sexually compatible with someone, like, the first time you have mm, sex. Like, you yeah. have to know exactly what to do the first time. Otherwise, like, what's the point? 
like that's the only way that things can be good or mm. that you are going to ever be compatible. Or I'm, TV shows just that skip over it. They're like, you know, they're dating, they're dating, and then it's like they're kissing and then it fades to black. Yeah, we had sex. I'm like, how did it go down? When? <laughs> Wait, I didn't see it. The yeah. hell? Sometimes, uh, oh my God, my boys. <laughs> sometimes they don't um talk about how quickly it can end as well. Oh, yeah. That's something you might not be prepared <laughs> oh, for. Yeah. That movie Victoria, are has you not trying to you. call someone out? Or? <laughs> oh, mm-mm. nah, I'll be yeah, nice. I think that movies, nice. go, movies are short, so they're kind of like, you know... They can't. They can't do it. Do it to real time. So maybe, yeah. maybe the three minute scene is actually what we should be expecting. Not to be rude, but I kind of like get bored when it's any longer than like, like not movie. like not. Oh. No, no, no. When I'm <laughs> in real life, when I'm doing the deed, and it's like I don't know, I don't know. Like if for me, it feels like a really long time, and I'm like, oh, just stop. <laughs> Can we stop? No, like, I don't know. I just, like... I think we need a reality TV show because we'll show children how it How, how it's works. really done, yeah. but, yeah. All teenagers. To Not me. children. <laughs> no, <laughs> children. No. And skins. UK skins. Yeah. I was yeah. like, these these teenagers are so cool. And, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really relate to that, but... Um, but I guess in some aspects it is more realistic mm, in showing, sure. like, different experiences yeah. and bad experiences. Like Yeah, I did appreciate everything's that. Everything's not glossy and beautiful and slow motion and music. Yeah. And oh, I miss everything. skins. Oh, it's <laughs> a TV show. I think about the thing, what you were saying before about being sexually compatible. I know that when the first person I ever had sex with, like, we had sex and it was just, like, whatever. It was just, like... It didn't really matter. It wasn't life-changing. But I do remember... Not, not, not... I don't remember this. I, like, know that we're just such better friends than if we were ever in a relationship. Like, we're really, really good friends. And we just... Now that we've... I guess, now that we had sex, we just talk about everything with each other and we feel so comfortable talking about that stuff. And, like... It's lovely. Yeah. They don't show that on TV shows. Yeah, like just Sometimes. being able to talk with someone about sex and talking with someone of a different gender as well. Yeah. Like, oh, the portrayal of um, opposite gender friendships in TV shows. I'm like, yeah, they're like always you, getting together or, or like someone has a crush. Wants yeah, literally it's happening in sex education. It is happening in sex education. Otis but, you know, wants Maeve. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> spoiler. But just kidding. Not, I, yeah, there's... It's fine. There's no sexual tension at all. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's great. Money, money, money. (laughs) Ain't it funny in a rich woman's world? Mm. Because we're all girls. I wish I was living in that world. That's for sure. Money can definitely come into play when dating and um, especially when there's, you know, you've set up a hot date and there's some disparity in dollars in terms of, you know. (laughs) Good alliteration. Thank you so much. Yeah. If, um... You know, we're all students here, or Vic, no, no, I am, Eartha is, Vic is, Vic's lost her voice, but <laughs> I'm don't trying. worry, I'll interpret I nodded. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about money and who pays on the first date, who should pay, all that good stuff, and, like, I guess the awkwardness when someone pays and then they come back and throw it mm. in your face. Don't let you forget. Yeah. It kind of I kind of hate that gross feeling of they've paid for me. Do they feel like I owe them something? Yeah. So non-monetary. <laughs> Wink. Like <laughs> that's always I just find it kind of easy. I'd rather just pay so I don't feel like I owe anyone, you know. And then if they're bringing it up, it's oh sort of gosh. it's nice to offer to pay for someone if it's if it's just a nice thing to do, but if you're sort of going to bring it up later and uh, remind them like just don't do it just not yeah I think well first of all I think that paying on dates should be like equal between you as often as possible like you just go half price or you just pay for what you ordered and so on and so forth but I think and this is just how I do it with me and my partner but a lot of the time if I plan it it will kind of be my shout mm. And if he plans it, it'll be his shout. Except I have no money, so nothing is ever my shout. Uh, so see, that's tough. If it's not 
equal between the two. And yeah. obviously one person still wants to do the fun activity that's planned. And if it's, you know, the, if the choice is we don't do the activity or they pay and you yeah. get to do it together, it's, it's kind of a toss-up. It's up. so embarrassing. Like, for me personally, I find it really embarrassing. I don't have a job at the moment. I don't really have time for a job with school and then commitments with a lot of volunteer places and stuff like that. I just don't have the time. And I always feel so bad when I have to ask my dad for money to be like, oh, excuse me, can I borrow yeah. some money? But I, like, don't want to go out and, like, say, oh, can you pay for this to my partner? And it's just really hard because a lot of the time I feel like I've been throwing my partner under the bus. He's a good guy, but he does this thing like we'll go out for dinner and then he'll be like, like, aren't you happy that I paid for dinner? And I'll just be like even more embarrassed because mm. I already feel so bad about the fact that I can't pay for anything. And it's, I like it's, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, no, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. Let's just cook at home or do something at home because I really cannot afford to go out. Yeah. And he'll be like, no, 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 let's go out. And then he'll turn back and be like, aren't you happy I paid for this? And I'll be like, oh, so embarrassed. Like it just adds to the anxiety and the embarrassment. And it's such like a difficult conversation. We had that conversation last night and it just ended in tears because it's so awkward and it's the worst. I hate money. I wish we lived in a money-free world. Money definitely does impact a lot of things. (sighs) I think my stance on it is if I'm out with someone, I will always try and offer to pay because I think it's the right thing to do. And uh, if they want to pay for me, like, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine, but I don't mind. Like, But like I said, if they, like, offer, I still don't have a problem with paying for myself. Like, I don't have an issue doing that, so I don't mind either way, but... If it's, like, your situation where you said it's, like, kind of thrown in your face, I'd rather just take the money from and, like, <laughs> do it myself because, like, I can afford to pay for myself. I don't care, you know? Yeah, I try not to go out unless <laughs> I can afford it because yeah. then you're – how awkward to be in a situation where they come to pay and, you know, if they say to split it and you actually can't afford it, you're a bit – You assume they're going to pay for yeah. you. That's the most awkward thing ever. But I am guilty of sometimes using it as an indicator, especially on, like, first or second dates, of if they offer to pay, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, like, they might li- – they probably – I use that as a, oh, they must like me. Because yeah. they fi- – even though, you know, they could still like me even if they want to split the bill. Um, but if they offered to pay, I'm sort of like, okay – they might be a bit keen if they want to pay for me. So I find it reassuring when they offer. I'm like, oh, they, they'll, you know, I'm worth this $20 no, bill. It's still like, like, it's still like oh a gosh. nice gesture, though. Like, even though some people could say that stuff's outdated or, like, when girls, you know, like, get their door open for them or something uh, like that. I can I can do that. You know, even that though stuff, sometimes I push Sometimes, like, door. that stuff, like, obviously I can do it myself, but if it's done nicely... I'm not going to be like, no, don't do that for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, just depends on the way it is, um, like... Presented. Presented, yeah. yeah. But what do you do when it's sort of, um, when you know this is awkward, when when people, some people are more comfortable talking about money, they'll say, you know, oh, I love my job, it's so well paid, blah, blah, blah. Or I've, people will, you know, I've got so many savings, blah, blah, blah. And when they kind of, when it's a person like that, I don't feel as bad, like, <laughs> say, you know, yeah. when they offer to pay, because you, I know I'm a student, <laughs> I need to pay more rent. Do you do that thing where you're like, they'll be like, I'll play, and you'll be like, no, 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 and they'll be like, like okay. Then you're like, yes, please, yes, please, please, please. Yeah. yeah, I always used to do that, and now it's just gotten to the point with my partner where he'll be like, I'll pay, I'm like, okay, cool. And literally, I start walking out of the restaurant. I'm like, all right, bye. You still pay for it. I'm, you said yeah. it. I'm taking like, that. And I'm so awkward when there have been times when sometimes I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I don't want to pay. Like, I, if I've just spent heaps of money and I'm sort of like, I can afford this, but then I'm, you know, and then the guy will sort of, well, in my case, the guy will be like, oh, you know, like he's about to pay. And I'm like, oh, no, no, we'll split it. And they're like, he's like, oh, they don't do split bills. I'm like, um... Cool. Okay, you go. Like it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I I need to probably 
be a bit smoother with that. We're all a bit greedy sometimes. I, I just feel like as long as you, like, kind of define, like, or make it, like, comfortable how you guys deal with money in that situation, yeah. Yeah. it makes it a lot easier. Like, with me and my friends even, we, like, kind of have this thing, like, my best friend and I know, like, we're always going to balance out paying each other in a way. So, mm. like, we don't keep, like, every tab on, like, what we've bought each other. We kind of know, like, oh, if you've done this time, I've done, I'll do next round or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, once you, like, get to that point where you can have the discussion about money but it's not awkward, that's a good place to be in. Yeah, I think I have the similar thing with I've got two really close um girlfriends of mine they're my best friends I love them shout they're out. amazing <laughs> shout out to the girls um and recently like I got made redundant 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 from my job which is why I'm in this situation and I actually found out tonight I saw all my workmates tonight and they actually blacklisted the place we worked at so we can never apply within that company again oh so <laughs> anyway I started organising with the gals. I was like, you know what? How about you come over to my house and I'll cook for you because I really enjoy cooking and that's something I really like. And I'll cook for you and then they might bring some cheese or drinks. Um, And then it's like kind of still like a night out, but it's a cheap night out. Those are nice though. They're still like cute and fun. Yeah, and you can watch a movie. Yeah, like chill vibes. I mean, it's nice to go out, but... If you can stay in your pajamas, yeah. also good. But these two girls, they're very, they're very, they like their restaurants. They like oh, fancy okay. eating out. Yeah. I remember at the start of our friendship, we'd always go to the most expensive cafes, and my wallet was always like, no. I can't MTV. go to cafes. I'm like twenty five dollars. I could make this a dollar. That's like me. Like my one thing is when I go out to a cafe, I have to order something. I can't make it home. That's my rule. As yeah, well. especially yeah. Oh, avocado smashed on toast. Like avocado smashed on toast. Just because I make that every day for myself pretty much or most days, I'm like, I can't spend 15 plus dollars on something that I make every day. My partner always does this thing. It's kind of annoying. But we'll like order something and then he'll get here and he'll pick out like the different ingredients. Like with the eyes, he'll be like, oh, look, that, that, that. And he's like, we can make this at home so easily. Oh and I'm god, like, my oh my that. god, can we just like enjoy this? And then the worst part is... We'll, like, make this stuff at home and then it will be really bad. And I'll be like... Hey, "Mm." but you saved money. (laughs) Yeah, but not really. (laughs) We love talking to you. We really love you guys. Um, That's all for us from us tonight. Uh, Thank you for listening. Make sure you ask us heaps of questions. We want to hear your questions at naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Hit us up on Twitter, Naughty Rude, Facebook. Search for The Naughty Rude Show. And our Instagram is Naughty Rude Sin. I am pretty sure. Yes, it is. Um, as always, Naughty Rude will be back next Sunday from 8 till 10 on Sin Nation right across Australia. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>